Hi, beautiful being. Welcome to Primally Nourished. I'm your host, Bridget Woolley, nutritional therapist, nervous system optimizer, embodiment and trauma awareness coach. I'm excited to bring you a weekly dose of inspiration, information, and effective strategies in the realms of health, movement, mindset, and all things personal growth. My mission with each episode is to help you navigate your health and to create consistent and sustainable habits that align with your personal values through accessible, holistic, and functional nutrition, mindset, and lifestyle education. The focus of this podcast is to share about experiences from my own life, as well as the regular patterns and questions I see in my practice as a holistic health practitioner, and to inspire you on your own unique journey to vibrant health. Hi, (laughs) welcome to today's episode. I've been getting a lot of questions on this, um, and so I thought I'd do a podcast episode on it. Recently, a lot of people, um, clients, and also just people in the world have been asking what to do when their nervous system is dysregulated. Um, Yeah, I imagine like, I don't know, maybe it's like this time of year, uh, holidays, family, Maybe a little more stress. We've kind of had a, maybe a more stressful last couple of years. Um, just went through eclipse season. Um, so I feel like a lot of people are in a growth period in their life. And so maybe amidst that are experiencing some nervous system dysregulation. Now, this topic has been so fun for me because I have had probably one of the most dysregulated nervous systems um and and also that comes up for me still i think um you know that's a part of being human as having a nervous system that becomes dysregulated and a, a dysregulated nervous system can have a profound impact on most of the functions in our bodies uh, including heart rate our breathing our digestion our endocrine system system and our hormones And I believe many people aren't aware uh, that this is the underlying cause to many of the symptoms that they could be experiencing. And so they can't start the journey to a more regulated state because, so for example, I see this in in, um, a lot in my clients is people are kind of doing all the right things. You know, they've been eating all the right foods, um, but they're not necessarily looking at their nervous system or even quite aware of the symptoms of a dysregulated nervous system. I think, you know, we live in a society today that's very fast paced, you know, anxiety and depression are normal, um, or symptoms of them are, are, are just like, um, I don't say normal, but more, um, common. And, and so, you know, I lost my train of thought, um, but uh, yeah, the clients that I see, um, you know, a lot of times blood sugar dysregulation, I'll see a lot of that. And usually that is because the nervous system is dysregulated, right? So our nervous system is really beautiful. We have this thing called a window of tolerance. And a window of tolerance is kind of like this if you can think of like a graph, right? And there's like um, two lines running across and there's this like 
window, right? There's this like window of tolerance. Um, and then above that, that those two lines um, or that space, that block is hyper arousal. So this is right, like fight or flight. Um, this is anxiety. This is when our heart is racing. This is when we have a lot of panic or urgency or we're in fear or kind of like in this survival mode. And then below the window of tolerance is hypo arousal. And that is when we're like more depressed, kind of frozen, don't really have much zest for life. Um, just can't seem to get going. Maybe it was just like constantly tired, chronic fatigue. So these words hyper and hypo, you know, I see them a lot, um, or they're, they're talked about a lot in the nutrition world and the holistic health world, right? So hyper, hyperthyroidism, hypothyroidism, hypothyroidism. And so, um, right, that hyper is like higher blood sugar this can also match like when we've had a lot of sugar or a lot of caffeine a lot of adrenaline a lot of cortisol that hyper state right so going 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 um and then the hypo being more like um where i see blood sugar is really low like someone's actually not getting enough uh, nourishment or enough sugar or um enough nourishment enough uh, sleep, right? There's, there's not a lot of zest. There's not a lot of vitality. And so I, I want to talk about this because I, I think like the nervous system impacts everything. I think it's kind of the first line of defense. Um, if our nervous system has been in a state of either hyper, um, usually hyper is what happens first. So let's just say, like as a child, you experienced a lot of stimulation and unsafety in your environment and um, right, your, your nervous system kind of was wired to be on defense all the time. Now that just might feel normal to you to be in a state of hyperarousal because as a kid, maybe early on, that was just a normal state for you and that felt safe. And so then your system adopted, oh, well, it's a safe Thing to be in a hyper aroused state because I can protect myself, I'm on guard, I'm um, alert, right? So there's a lot of uh, beautiful functions of a sympathetic or more hyper aroused state. But when those states have become chronic, they can lead to shutdown, right? They can lead to burnout. They can lead to overwhelm and uh, reactivity and chaos and chronic pain and illness. So once our nerve, when I said the nervous system is our first line of defense, like if that nervous system has been stimulated for a long period of time, what's going to happen is blood sugar will be dysregulated. Digestion will be impacted. Adrenals will be impacted. Thyroid will be impacted. Endocrine systems, right? So there's this domino effect that happens. So, you know, as a nutritionist, I, a lot of people come to me because they're in pain um, or they've got hormonal issues or autoimmune issues or sleep issues or, or some sort of dis-ease in their body. And, right, so the organ system, kind of how I just shared all these things, right, right, first nervous system, blood sugar dysregulation, digestion, right, so there's this domino effect that happens. We can kind of chase, trace that all back to the nervous system. So in my work, I do a lot of nutritional therapy, 
I do a lot of assessing the hormones, assessing uh, mineral balance, blood sugar balance, you know, all of these components that are really beautiful and uh, with the structure of the organ system and how our bodies work physically. And then also, right, bringing in this beautiful um, understanding of the nervous system and the practice of knowing when our nervous systems are dysregulated. And so I think the first step, right, is is awareness, right? Knowing the signs and symptoms of a dysregulated nervous system. So I'm gonna talk about those a little bit today. Um, so let's talk about the first one, right? If you're feeling constantly on edge and overwhelmed, right? I think there's a healthy amount of overwhelm. If life is really busy or, ta- or growing a lot, we're taking on new endeavors, um, new relationships, new business things, uh, parenting, you know, life is full of overwhelm. But if it's, it's kind of constant um, and even the small things turn into big things, right? These are one of the telltale signs of a nervous system dysregulation. So, yeah, you may feel like you can't keep up with everything. You constantly feel on edge. You're worrying about what's next, constantly living in the future, right? So that is basically the definition of anxiety. You tend to be stressed out and experience an ongoing sense of overwhelm, even when things seem to be going well. You have difficulty relaxing. You know, it's maybe difficult for you to calm your mind enough to get into a state of relaxation. You might find yourself constantly worrying or thinking about to-do lists, uh, the future, tomorrow, your relationships, uh, just like ruminating. You might notice that your heart is constantly racing. Maybe you, you feel a little dizzy sometimes when you stand up, right? So it's kind of our first sign. Next one is you maybe are frequently snappy um, and reactive. So maybe, uh, I guess the question would be, do you feel like you're constantly on the verge of snapping um, or losing your temper? This could be a sign that you're not managing, right? Emotional stress well. We see the world through the lens of our nervous system. So if our nervous system is dysregulated, everything is gonna look like chaos or like a threat. Um, in this one here, we may feel frustrated or antsy all at once. Uh, small things can set off an intense reaction uh, because it feels like there's just too much. Um, cup is too full and there's pressure building up inside of you. You tend to, re- over- <clears throat> you tend to overreact in uh, almost every situation if it has to do with like thinking or problem solving. And it can become difficult for you to control the way you react or feel. And right, this can affect our relationships, um, our romantic relationship, our business relationship, our friendships, um, the way we communicate and the way we think about ourselves and others and the world around us. Um, and maybe you're wondering like in the state, maybe you're wondering why you can't control your reactions and emotions, especially if your feelings are kind of like swinging from one extreme to another without any warning, right? It's just like all of a sudden, Um, yeah. Okay, next one, Uh, chronic pain and illness, right? So life (laughs) life stressors such as chronic stress, trauma, uh, childhood experiences, illnesses, 
All of these things can lead to nervous system dysregulation. And like I mentioned, chronic nervous system dysregulation can lead to any variety of chronic pain and illness because right, that nervous system is keeping us in that hyperarousal state. When we're in hyperarousal, adrenaline is constantly firing. If adrenaline is constantly firing, it's signaling our brain and our body that our system is not safe. And so it's using all of its resources. It's using all of its nourishment. Um, the adrenals are constantly firing. If the adrenals are taxed, a thyroid goes is taxed the endocrine system is taxed um yeah so maybe you've been to multiple doctors or specialists or chiropractors or physical therapists and um can't seem to find any relief from pain right no matter what you do no matter how many times you strengthen your body or reset your structure um that pain is always there right because it's deeper that's the nervous system it's our first line of defense it's our first state um, yeah, and maybe in those ex symptoms um, and pain flare-ups, there's that you can't seem to find any apparent cause or trigger. Um, usually, that's a sign that our body's been experiencing high levels of hyperarousal for an extended period of time. Um, it's like running your car without gas. Um, and just like driving as fast as you can, right? Like that, just like all the parts are gonna start to shut down eventually. Um, okay, next one. So highly sensitive to sensory stimuli. Um, this kind of leads into our first one, just like that feeling of easily overwhelmed strong by strong sensory stimuli. And probably identify as a highly sensitive person. You know, loud noises, smells, crowds, um, envi certain environments, like these are all very, could be very triggering. Um, and also maybe have a strong reaction to pain and are easily irritated or stressed by small things that others don't notice. Um, like clutter or um, the sound of people chewing food, right? Just like these things that could just like feel um, maybe um, in a, in a regulated state would feel like, oh, I can hear that. That's a little annoying, but in that state of hyper arousal, it's so loud. It's like deafening and threatening and like the only thing you can hear. Um, yeah, you may find yourself becoming fearful and anxious, uh, fluctuating between, between anxiety and depression, um, because the, your environment is just always overwhelming for you. Uh, next one, experiencing sleep problems and daytime fatigue. Maybe you don't sleep well and feel kind of constantly tired during the day or even tired right when you wake up. Mm, yawning a lot, feeling sleepy, groggy, um, and having difficulty concentrating or remembering things. Nervous system dysregulation can disrupt our sleep cycle. And that's because our nervous system has a hard time relaxing during sleep. And normally, like the hormone melatonin helps us relax during um, when the sun goes down. Melatonin starts to rise. It helps us relax. It helps us sleep deeply. But if we're in hyperarousal and we've got adrenaline and cortisol pumping, it, it's not going to be easy for melatonin to rise and for us to have a restful sleep. 
um, our system is going to be kind of in that hyper aroused state. So it's on guard, it's alert. Um, it's not very easy to rest in that state. And, and maybe in that also experiencing some problems regulating your temperature and heart rate. Um, people with dysregulated nervous systems uh, sometimes tend to be very cold, have a lot of trouble warming up, um, and maybe find that their heart um, rate is, is usually high as well, and which makes it difficult to fall asleep at night. Um, yeah, maybe not also not having enough energy for your day for just like simple daily tasks and activities that you normally would enjoy with friends or family. And it's um, not like feeling hard to be motivated, feeling hard to maybe even just get out of bed. Um, next one, it's chronic attention and concentration problems. So uh, trouble feeling focused on tasks, on conversations, you're talking with someone and you, next thing you know, your mind is just all over the place. Um, when the nervous system's on high alert, it's hard to concentrate because our nervous system is always kind of like looking for something. It's, it's, um, maybe the, yeah, looking for, looking for danger, even if you're not in a dangerous situation, right? Our bo your body is just on alert, making it hard to concentrate, making it hard to focus on long-term goals, making it hard to remember things. Um, you know, maybe you're misplacing things a lot or forgetting to, uh, complete assignments or tasks or, you know, losing track of your keys or, um, and you know, not, I'm not just talking about like once in a while, this is just like a, if you're losing things regularly, um, and this, this stuff is coming up a lot. Um, next one, cravings and extreme appetite shifts, right? So, um, maybe not really having any signs of uh, hunger cues as well. So maybe your appetite goes up and down all the time. Maybe like some days you're just hungry constantly and some days you just like have no desire to eat whatsoever. Um, this is because your body's stress hormones are in a constant state of flux and that can cause drastic changes in your appetite. Um, yeah, you might find yourself binging with no apparent trigger. Um, just kind of like eating large amounts of food uh, and like really craving sugar, salt, and fat. Um, if you have trouble controlling what you eat, um, then that could be a sign of um, something not, something, your nervous system being dysregulated, right? And that, our nervous, when our nervous system's dysregulated, right? Like, kind of how I mentioned the thyroid and our thyroid controls our metabolism. It controls our, our, uh, hunger cues. It controls leptin and ghrelin, which those are the hormones that tell us when we're hungry and how full we are and how much more nourishment we need. Next one, um, immune and hormonal symptoms. So our nervous system regulates like every system in the body. So one of the most common symptoms of dysregulation is having a reduced or excessive immunological response to stressors as well as hormonal imbalances. So that just means um, immunological response means, sorry, excessive, excessive immunological response means that our immune system is overactive. Um, it may be you're exposed to um, 
yeah, maybe having like a lot of allergies or getting sick frequently or feeling run down a lot, maybe more than you're used to, right? And then that um, in turn can lead to hormonal imbalances because the system is using is on overdrive. The immune system's on over overdrive, so hormones are on overdrive, right? And then this leads to our next one, which is skin and gut conditions. Um, so that could show up as eczema, rosacea, IBS. Um, and then that can turn into like autoimmune. Um, so usually when we have dis-ease like this, uh, there, there is some sort of dysregulation going on in the nervous system. And these people are often told, right, to reduce stress in their life, but have a hard time maybe like understanding what to do. Um, yeah, and this, kind of how I mentioned, the nervous system is the first line of the fence. So as I'm going through um, these, these different ways that the nervous system stress could be showing up for you, right, we see that kind of getting to more of the disease ailments, like skin and gut conditions, right, those are signs that our body is so run down now our organ systems, right? Our digestive system, our endocrine system, our, the way we're absorbing nourishment in our small intestines, the way we're detoxing, right? Through the skin, through the liver, through the lungs, um, our immune system is impacted. So these are things that usually happen later on after the nervous system has been chronically dysregulated for a good amount of time. And our last one being maybe feeling highly sensitive to other people's emotional states. Uh, maybe identifying as an empath, but your sensitivity to other people's emotional state is maybe just feeling like exhausting or damaging to your own mental health and physical health. Um, maybe it's like, I think being an empath is a beautiful thing. And I think when we've had a chronically dysregulated nervous system and we're already an empath, it can make us even more sensitive. So speaking as an empath and um, being a um, being familiar with a very chronically dysregulated nervous system, um, yeah, like feeling the need to take care of other people, um, even though they're not asking for it. So we're kind kind of having those those feelers out looking for danger or looking to people please or um it's almost like our nervous system we're attaching our nervous system to somebody else's nervous system and uh, yeah just like no matter how much you do there's never enough um and just uh, end up feeling drained in all that you do yeah <laughs> so um, I have some fun tools that I want to share. And I think the first thing, right, is knowing <clears throat> when, <clears throat> sorry, I have something in my throat. <clears> throat> knowing when your nervous system is dysregulated. Um, maybe it's always dysregulated. Maybe you resonate with all of the things I just shared and you're like, wow, okay, I'm really experiencing stress and dysregulation. How do I get into the window of tolerance? 
Um, or maybe you're like, hmm, some of those things that you just shared resonate with me. Um, and so, right, so if all of the things resonate, then there's chronic dysregulation. Um, and so there will be kind of like a deep practice and maybe there's some um, adjustments that you need to make, um, some maybe some big adjustments, whether that's through your nourishment practices, your mindfulness practices, um, and just the way you are choosing to relate to the world, right? So I'm going to give some tools that will, that will um, give you a little more clarity on those things. And then maybe if you're only can relate with a few of the things I shared, um, just feeling like, cool, implementing some of these tools that I'm about to share, um, it's like, okay, I'm notice I'm starting to feel overwhelmed. I'm going to first give myself grace, right? Recognize that you're human and extend curiosity and loving compassion to yourself, right? Because our nervous system can become even more dysregulated when we are beating up on ourselves. Uh, so uh, yeah, step number one is try to accept that overwhelm can come up and give yourself grace right okay so we notice <laughs> okay i'm feeling dysregulated i'm feeling a little stressed i'm feeling a little overwhelmed okay i'm gonna i'm gonna give myself some grace and the next step is awareness the very first thing i do is i observe that my nervous system is out of balance maybe i notice i'm feeling anxious or threatened or triggered or withdrawn i accept it and i name it and I name the feeling or the sensation and I welcome it rather than push it away, right? So what we resist persists. And so um, I used to do this a lot, just feel like oh, I'm feeling so overwhelmed. Something's coming up. Okay, I can't handle that right now. I can't be seen in that. I can't take space for that, right? And it ends up growing bigger um, and which leads to chronic dysregulation, right? It's almost like we're dysregulation... When we get into the practice of pushing things away, dysregulation can become more of our normal state. And um, so awareness, notice, are you in dysregulation? Okay, well, let's, let's welcome it, let's love it. Next step is breathe and self-regulate. Right here, I'll take some space for myself. Um, you know, I have this, this space that I like to go in our home. Uh, I usually have my meditation cushion or something cozy, or sometimes I like to go into the woods, go for a little walk. First, I'll just create some space. And then I will, and maybe this is in a, maybe you're out in the world or you're at work or you're in conversation with someone. So maybe those things aren't accessible. You know, you can always go to the restroom or um, go to your car or just like find a space where you can breathe. So breath is the nerve, like our breath is our nervous system. So we can control our nervous system through our breath. It's just so cool, so powerful. Um, you know, and, and one thing, um, I feel like, you know, most of us can be walking around in the world on a day-to-day -day basis without being aware that we're breathing or without an awareness of our breath or like breathing shallowly from our chest. So even 
going years without awareness of our breath can put us into a chronic dysregulated state. So breath is so, so important. Um, I do breath work every single day um, because it is so powerful. I've been devoted to many different forms of breath work practice for over a decade, uh, from Kundalini to Pranayama to Wim Hof to like um, uh, ice baths. Um, so m movement, right? Many different breath practices, um, and so. I mentioned right earlier the window of tolerance. How do we get into this window of tolerance? It's by slowing down our breath, breathing into our belly. So one of I'll give you a couple examples, but the first one is four, seven, eight breath. So you would sit comfortably, maybe place a hand on your belly or your heart, or or, or just let them fall to the side, and you'll inhale um, for four counts through your nose, and you'll hold for seven. And you'll exhale for eight. I like to do this with my eyes closed. Um, just really tuning into my breath and kind of visualizing it, like moving down through my spine and really feeding and relaxing my nervous system. So when the out breath is longer than the in breath, that drops us from sympathetic to parasympathetic. Um, so it brings us more into that restful state. Uh, that's a great one. If you don't, some people don't like holding their breath. Um, that can stimulate more, um, yeah, just like survival mode. Um, so four counts in, eight counts out without the hold could be another effective one. And then box breathing is great. So where you try to match the count of your in-breath with the hold. So you, let's just use five, for example. So I breathe in through my nose for five. I hold for five. I exhale for five. And then I hold for five. And I repeat this process. Um, and with any breathwork practice, you want to really be breathing into your belly. Um, so I like placing my hand on my belly and breathing deeply there. And I think breathwork practices um, breathwork is a great tool for when we notice that we're in a dysregulated state, right? So practicing it in the moment is a powerful reframe. It helps us um, begin to know that we can soothe ourselves. We can self-regulate in times of stress. And then also, right, practicing when it's not needed. <laughs> um, so every morning I practice breathwork, almost every morning, um, I practice breathwork because just the practice of this and the devotion to it helps me, like I said, uh, breath is the nervous system. So if I am bringing awareness to my breath and to my nervous system and to my body and checking in on a daily basis or as often as possible, wow, I notice that over time, my system becomes much more resilient because I'm already in the practice of this every day. My uh, vitality, uh, my life force energy feels really full and abundant because I am taking time to breathe and to fill my system with air and I'm aware of my breath throughout the day. So, you know, using breath in the moment, but also using it as a practice. You know, you could find a breathwork practice you like, you could find a breathwork teacher you could like, you could um, just practice these couple simple um, 
practices that I shared. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay, so tip number four, respond versus react. So right now we've self-regulated a little bit. We've tuned in with our breath. Maybe we're feeling a little more calm. Maybe notice your heart rate has slowed. Okay, so we've created more groundedness. So from a more regulated space, you can now choose consciously how you want to respond to the trigger. So if we don't take the time, right, for grace, for awareness, for breath, the first three steps, then we might react. It might be more of a nervous system reaction, right? So if we don't take that time to pause, right, our nervous system is going to react out of fear, out of panic, out of urgency, out of anxiety. Um, but if we can take that time, then we can consciously choose how we want to respond. Um, and it might be different in every moment. You know, maybe um, in this situation, you decide you want to have a conversation with the person that stimulated you. You want to be heard. Um, maybe you want to just leave the situation and just take some space for yourself. Um, maybe you want to let it go and return to whatever you were doing. You know, sometimes in the moment, it can feel like the reaction just feels so big, but then we'll take space and ground and become regulated. And then you're like, wow, that really wasn't a big deal. So that can also come up. Um, and there's no right or wrong. Um, it's right, the practice, the practice of awareness um, of what you want to do in each moment. It's a practice of getting to know yourself and your states. It's a practice of tr like tuning in and trusting yourself and knowing that like your body is perfect and you have these beautiful responses. And I think learning more about them and learning more about the tools that help support them is empowering. <laughs> Um, we have these really cool human bodies that have nervous systems. And I think knowing um, how to tune into the practice of self-regulation is really beautiful. And also, you know, um, I am a nutritional therapist, but I, I also work <laughs> with the nervous system a lot. I work with trauma. Um, I work with, um, you know, um, the integration of how right like trauma could be stored in the nervous system or in our organ systems and, and how to support that um, physically and emotionally so that is another piece of the work i do in the containers uh, with my one-on-one -on -one clients also Brittany and i uh, my partner Brittany, if you don't know that her and i have a podcast uh, it's called loving wild and free we also just did an episode um on this topic, on co-regulation, on safety. Actually, a lot of our episodes are on this because um, the nervous system plays a huge role in our relationships um, because our nervous systems are constantly interacting with each other. And so if you haven't checked out that podcast, that, that's also a great one. Anyways, um, I think that's all for today. I hope you enjoyed and yeah, sending you so much, so much love. Have such a sweet day. Thank you for tuning in to the Primally Nourished podcast. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you feel inspired, I'd love for you to leave a review. This helps me reach more people. And if you'd like to learn more about me, you can do so on my website, bridgetwoolleet.com, or on Instagram at bridgetwoolleet. 
I'll leave the links in the show notes below. And I'm wishing you a beautiful day. Thanks for tuning in.